Am I really hosting tonight? If you feel like is that, it. Is that really is that really what's going on? I mean, that's that's kind of the idea. Well, yeah. That's a good thing I was prepared. I'm just kidding. I'm Were not. you? <laughs> uh, no, Were you I, I was not. I was not. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is the Good Morning Guys podcast. Joining me today is Patrick Novacell, and he's got a bunch of nicknames. Uh, just listen to the last episode if you want to hear what those are. Uh, <laughs> and then we got Mark Boucher. Yo. What? What? He gets the boo boo boucher, and I'm like, uh, whatever his nickname is. This guy. I'm blind by the seat of my pants here. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I already it's, said this is a Good Morning Guys podcast. Uh, you can follow or reach us at a number of different places that I don't know off the top of my head. So definitely listen to the last episode again. <laughs> you want to get all that information in the, our previous episode. That's where you'll find it. Go or the show the previous notes. Episode, Some, or the show notes. It's episode 187, by the way. Show notes, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, if you want our best stuff, I recommend going back and listen to the very first episode. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's back when we were kids. Back when we didn't know what we were doing. Ah, the good is, old days. Which I'm so much more prepared now than I was back then. <laughs> I actually it used shows, to take notes yeah. at the beginning. So <clears throat> And that was a waste of time. So, <laughs> yeah, <I> know, right? <laughs> it's a waste of time. I don't use them anyways. <laughs> so let's uh let's start with a little uh little weekly update mark you want to go uh, first oh sure nice out by the way i mean did i miss out on something altogether no you didn't you sure didn't uh, all right i mean i know i missed out on all the information yeah i was gonna say you you missed out on a lot of structurally things, though we're hitting the we're, cliff notes version yeah we're, we're not <laughs> knocking you for it yeah <laughs> cliff notes like it yep uh so this past week uh has been kind of light on on the real life side of things, um, it's just been kind of business as usual or or life as usual. Um, Wait, hold on a second. We didn't, you know. There's also someone who's here in spirit. No, we, we don't didn't even mention. We're not talking about him. No, he's not oh my god, <laughs> he's gonna be yelling at this as he's listening next week. Like, what in the world? They forgot about me. Yep, we did. We did totally forget about him. Uh, that's. That's probably my bad. Uh, we do have a fourth member. He's usually the one that is uh, talking through all of these things and not really stumbling and nailing it. Uh, that will be Lucas Swisher. Lucas Ham Swisher. He is only with us in spirit today. Yep. I don't remember what he said he's got going on, but other stuff. He's in another part of Brazil. He's in the, I mean, he's like just treaching through like a jungle somewhere with a machete. I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. That's exactly what I imagine. Dude, did you see the pictures last time he went to the jungle with the giant spiders just like all over the walls and stuff, tarantulas? Why would you go back there? <laughs> like, uh, why, like people sitting there for service with those monsters hanging down? That's a whole <laughs> load of no thanks. Oh, I shouldn't even say hanging down. They're too heavy to hang. That's how big they are. <laughs> they eat like Jeez. birds, I'm pretty sure. Goodness. <clears throat> oh, that's no. all. Sorry for interrupting, Mark. No, no anyways. Yeah. Carry on, me. sir. Sorry. You're good. Yeah, so the life life side of things was pretty pretty light this past week. Um, it's just kind of things as normal. Um, mainly just getting excited, getting ready for uh, MTTG five hundred that's coming up this weekend. We'll be making the trip down to to Franklin, Tennessee, 
which yep. will be fantastic. Excited to see all those guys. Um, on really the only uh, IRL thing, and we'll talk more about it later on in the episode, is I did catch the first episode of Moon Knight, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to go into specifics, um, but I did watch it, and it was a show that we watched. I just don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah. We at the end <laughs> of the we'll show. Later. If you at, if you're here at the end of the show, we will go ahead and uh, put a bumper music, and that's your cue to get the heck out of here. If you haven't seen Moon Knight episode one, yep. Otherwise, we are going to spoil the heck out of it as we close the show. Sure, absolutely. Uh, on the gaming side of things, though, I have been hitting the ground running big time. Um, usually, least... usually when there's no life update, then there's a big time gaming. Update. Yeah, that's that's about it. That's, <laughs> that's about right. Um, so first off, I have been playing the mess out of Fortnite this past week, and you're like, "What? What? What?" Well, ever since they got they put in that mode, that permanent mode that gets rid of building. Uh, that game is a lot more fun to me. <laughs> I, yeah, I bet. I really don't understand the building. Honestly, people could just build like a tower out of nowhere in like thirty seconds. Yeah, it's mainly it's mainly a defensive thing. You can you can build out of brick or wood or I think there's metal as well, and you can just build these quick forts to to build yourself a defense from enemies that are attacking you. Um, and I have never been good at it, ever. Oh, people are so fast at it. Like it's just like impossible to even get close to them. Yeah, it's right. insane. And even trying to do it on on console is even worse, because um, at least with mouse and keyboard you can you can go through pretty quick. On console, it's a nightmare. You can you can uh, set up a shortcut where it'll make it a little bit faster, but still, I've just never been able to get the hang of it. But they introduced Fortnite Zero Build mode, um, to where no building is allowed whatsoever. And that way, it just becomes a regular fun battle royale. Man to man, yeah. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've been playing mostly with uh, Watson, our buddy Watson from, uh, formerly known as the Co-op Trio podcast. Now he is just going to streaming as King Amos. Um, but I've been playing with him and some friends with his community, uh, yeah. which has been a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, did play some Apex, of course, with uh, with Pat and Justin on Friday mm-hmm. night for their April Fool's Day event, which was hilarious. Yeah, it was. Um, so basically, uh, the Mozambique, which if you're not familiar with with Apex, is like the worst, one of the worst <laughs> guns in the game. True. Um, if not the worst. Um, and usually it's the butt of every joke. Um, and uh, this year... What's that? Why is the gun so bad? It's just it's just very weak and has a very it's, small clip and it's a shotgun that's a handgun and it's only got three bullets per clip. Yeah. And, it's horrendous. And those shots are weak <laughs> as crap. It's like a pirate's pistol. But you never know what's gonna happen. More fun. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, but yeah, they've they've used that in their April Fool's pranks in the past. Like I think the first year they did it, they just made a super OP. Uh, Mozambique um, that had a huge clip and and did a bunch of damage. They did it a second year, but it wasn't near as powerful. This year, um, so instead of its normal rounds, so repon- respawn, excuse me, respawn. Uh, they have this little mascot that like they like to use in all of their games. It's a little Nessie plush figure, 
um, that they like to put in all of their games. And when you would shoot the Mozambique in this game, it would shoot out these giant Nessies and they would attack uh, your enemies, whoever you We're talking about Nessies as in the Loch Ness monster? As in the Loch Ness monster, yes. Awesome. Uh, I have to see. I get behind that. I think it may. Yes, I do. I have it here. Give me just a second. You have. Mark is going to get what I assume is a Nessie. Plush. Did he buy everything for this show? Like he was just like, <laughs> he has a something for every part of it. Yeah, it looks like let this. <laughs> it's just awesome. like let me see if I have it in the back. Yeah, <laughs> let me see if I got one in stock. Yeah, sure <laughs> enough, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 the little Nessie that you can find in the game. Um, but yeah, they would they would shoot uh, out these uh, multiple Nessie uh, Nessie like giant things that you would shoot at your enemies and they'd cause damage to you. And then also um, there are these like monster type things that you can find on the, on a particular map where if you shoot these enemies, um, they drop loot. Um, well, instead of that, they were giant Nessies that were coming <laughs> out of their little nests. So did the uh, gun do more damage shooting these out? Like uh, technically speaking, because you would fire it and then, the, the Nessie would attack you. I don't know exactly what oh, the damage was. I got you. I just so it know, fires out live animals and then they attack yes, your enemies. Basically. <laughs> yeah, That's basically. Right. I remember there, there was this one game that we were playing where this dude was like absolutely spamming them and it was annoying the crap. It was like the final <laughs> the circle. Army of them? Yeah, it's just like constantly just Nessies. And we were like stuck <laughs> in this one little spot right next to the edge of the of the circle where if you step out, it'll hurt you. Um, and yeah, they just kept, he kept shooting Nessies, um, and it was the most annoying thing ever, but still fun. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun playing that. Um, uh, and then, uh, switching things up, uh, I finally completed Tunic, uh, this past weekend. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so ultimately I think it's, it's a nice Zelda homage there's definitely a lot of influence of Zelda games and things like that. Um, I, I definitely, there's no way, there's absolutely no way I would have beaten this game without the no fail mode that they had, which is basically an invincibility mode. Um, because this is like, I, I don't, I don't know if it's like full on Dark Souls, but like it's, it's just ridiculously challenging. It's ridiculously difficult. Um, and you would have to master everything and upgrade all your stuff and all that kind of stuff um, to be able to even close to progress in that game. And I ain't nobody got time for that. So at least <laughs> I don't. Um, so I just turned that invincibility mode on and just tried to enjoy the game. Um, which the other thing which I've mentioned on the show, on the show before was, um, so a lot of the text and dialogue and everything like that is in this made-up language specifically for the game. And spoilers, they never un—they never translate it for you. They—they uh, they never tell you what. So it it's means. just like gibberish the entire way. Yeah, it basically looks like uh, Elven runes, like the the, the language of the elm. The elves. Why would they do that? I don't know. I don't know why they do that. <laughs> that seems, seems like an odd choice. Yeah. Um, now, granted, somebody on Reddit was actually able to figure out the language and translate it. So the 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 the, the runes actually mean something. Um, Someone went through 
and just translated a fake language. Yep. There's always somebody. Yep. There was a a linguist that went through and and found all the consistencies with the, with the language and everything. And they were able to map it out. And it actually makes like sentences that make sense for the context of what you're reading and, and where it is in the game. Like it's an actual, when when did they do this? April 1st? (laughs) No, no, this is like, this is like maybe mid midweek last week. Ah. Not, not quite April 1st, but, mm. um, but yeah, they were able to figure it out and everything. Um, but, uh, TLDR basically, um, didn't have enough time to go in and actually try to translate all that stuff. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds ridiculous. So it was really hard to pick up on the story. Um, oh. and, and so there is a story. Um, and unfortunately I had to go and look it up after the fact. Um, and then when I read it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I wish you so would have explained it. To... Oh, go ahead. Is it difficult to pick up because it's in like el- elven runes, like <laughs> the language? You like, can... Is that why it's hard to pick the story up? Because you yeah, can't basically. figure out what they're saying the whole time. Yeah, basically you don't know what they're saying. You don't really know 100% of what's going on. You don't know why you're there, or what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing. Um, Sounds horrible. Yeah. What game is this? It's a game called Tunic. Um, but all that being said, I mean, it was a fun game to, to traverse and it definitely has a lot of Zelda influence. And there's a lot of things where if you've played Zelda games, you, you get the idea, you can pick up on it pretty quick. Um, and so, uh, for the most part, I mean, I had fun with it. Uh, and the only other thing I'll say is there's a couple of levels that like, man, they turned up the neon bright to like. 11 because it was so bright in some of these levels that like especially there was a couple areas where if you moved close to these like this like globs of liquid it would um it would hurt you um and it would make the screen brighter when you got close to it It was like almost like you were getting radiation sickness off of it um and man they just got so bright is that one of the places they give you like a warning no unfortunately no really yeah, no, no warning for brightness or strobe <laughs> effects or anything like that. Mm. Um, but in the face of all those things, I still had a fun time with it. Um, I still was able to find some enjoyment, and there is a lot of cool. Uh, there's a lot of cool like graphics and and things like that, and 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 all that kind of stuff. And the gameplay is pretty fun, um, with the exception of you know the fact that I couldn't die, couldn't get hurt. So so that was nice. Um, cause otherwise it would have been an absolute nightmare and I would have quit within the first there's, 10 minutes. There's not a lot of games that have that kind of no fail mode, invincibility mode. Yep. Yep. And then sounds like a perfect game to have it. Yep. Yeah. It needed it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so finished that and then started up with tiny Tina's wonderlands where mm. if you're not familiar with What's what that name? is, uh, so it's a spinoff from Borderlands. Have you ever heard of Borderlands? I have. Yeah, it's a spinoff game where it's basically Borderlands, but set in a uh, Dungeons and Dragons type game. Like it's literally some of the characters from Borderlands uh, playing cool. a D and D type game, and you are the character in the D and D game. And cool. and every so often you'll hear you'll hear like the the characters who are playing the the board game chime in. And like the person playing the dungeon master who is Tiny Tina, 
And if you've ever watched it, if you ever played a Borderlands game, Tiny Tina is hilarious. She's like a demolition expert. She loves bomb bombs and things like that. She, <laughs> she sounds like this little kid and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and it's very much got that, that Borderlands type of humor. Uh, it's very much Borderlands looter shooter. You're, you're constantly trying to upgrade your weapons um, and, and pick up loot and things like that and better your character. Um, and it's an overall fun story. Um, what I didn't know is that the character, the lady who plays uh, Tiny Tina, her name is Ashley Birch. And Ashley Birch is the voice of Aloy in in Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. Yep. Like, if you go and listen to Tiny Tina and then go listen to Aloy, completely different character. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> like, I would have had no idea that was Ashley Birch. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, Andy Samberg is a voice in it. Wanda Sykes is a is a voice in it. Um, oh wow! Um, oh gosh, what is his name? I just blanked on it. Um, Gilbert Gottfried. No, thank God. <laughs> um, no, Will Arnett. Will Arnett is in it. He's the, oh, he's the villain. He's good. It. He's awesome. Yeah, that's um, cool. So it's 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 fantastic so far. It's still pretty early days for me in in the game because uh, I think I literally just started either last I, don't know, I think it was last night I just started. Um, so. But I think I'm already at like level four, level five, something like that. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's very fun to be back in that world and enjoying it. So, um, and then freaking Star Wars, Lego Star Wars comes out tomorrow, and I want to play that. Um, Ooh, yeah. a lot of games. Yep. A lot of games. A lot of games. I like those Lego games. Those are fun. Yeah, this is like to the nth degree. Like you can play literally every Star Wars, uh, Star Wars movie on there everything from one one through nine uh is now game big question here is mandalorian that's planned dlc oh yeah that's planned dlc as well as i think solo and rogue one i want to say they're planning dlc oh my goodness let's go yeah so literally everything (laughs) is turning this into a cash cow yeah there's like (laughs) 300 characters in it or something like that some crazy number of characters um they've they've up the ante on their gameplay. That's sweet. Yeah, like it's like every variation of the character of the different characters you can you could possibly think of in different costumes and things like that. Maybe and we can co-op and play as the uh, Cantina band. I, I think they're actually playable characters in the game. That's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> um. So, but looking forward to that. Um. But yeah, that is that's pretty much my my week. All right. So, Patrick, Patrick. What's up with you? Oh, oh, me, me next. You next. Uh, yeah, uh, this uh, only, only really, only one thing of note this past week is I went indoor rock climbing, <laughs> and I've I've never done that before. One of one of my coworkers was like, "Hey, you want to go indoor rock climbing?" I'm like, "Who wants to do that?" Like, you, I, I'll just walk up a wall and climb up <clears throat> a wall. What's at the top? Nothing like I don't, no I, don't I don't I don't I don't get I don't get the allure. It did it. So, but I was like, okay, you know, I'll go. And so I, I get there and I walk in, and this is like, you know, a seventy-five foot. It's a monstrous. It's huge. It's yeah. like daunting. And I'm like, uh, where do I? How do I do this? And so I had to go through like some sort of like you know, ten minute training where this woman walks me around the entire complex. 
uh, t- tell me about different things and things like that. And then I'm all trained. There's only one thing I couldn't do is I can't belay, uh, which is like, you can't like hold a rope and okay. help someone help someone get up. Like if they were like, like they, one of the um, rock climbing things is you can, if you have like a, a clip, you clip your, your rope up into the next clip and things like that. And then there's a person at the bottom on the ground where they hold the rope. And if you fall, they hold, they hold the rope so you don't fall to the ground. That's the only thing I couldn't do. I could climb any other wall. Um, I could, as long as, and I could climb those, those, uh, those types of walls with the clips, as long as someone who's certified in belaying. Um, so, but I was like, I was like, ah, that's, that's too much for me in my first, first try. I don't, I don't trust uh, someone else, even though you're certified, I don't, I don't really care. So you're not trying to be uh, Sylvester Stallone and cliffhanger. <laughs> there's yeah, absolutely no way. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know where to start. And <laughs> there's a little area. It was like kids section. <laughs> I was like, that's where I'm going first. So I, uh, I walk over there and it was like an auto belay. So you hook it up to your harness. And then if you fall down, if you fall off the wall, it'll catch you. So you won't fall to the ground. Um, so I, I climb all the way up, you know, first time. And it was like, there, there's all these colors that are on the wall. And one of the things about uh, with those colors is you try to use the same color. Uh, and it's like, a, it's like its own challenge. But me, I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Um, it's my first try. I'm just going to use every color that's available to me. And I got and to get to the top. I don't care. So I got to the top. And then as soon as I get to the top, you know, there's a guy right next to me. I was like, so how do we get down? Like what? I don't like, do I just, do I just jump off the wall? Like push off. I don't, I, uh, I've, and it was like, I was like, I've, I've jumped out of a plane before and this is feels just like this where I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm going to fall to my death right now. And so, uh, I'll, he, he's like, yeah, just jump off. It'll catch you. I'm like, um, okay. So I kind of like go down a little bit, like kind of like pull away from the wall and I feel like no resistance from this rope <laughs> absolutely like, not I, I don't trust this i don't trust this so uh i you know i so I'm like okay well i guess i guess this is it you know I, I called mel i called my parents and i was like hey this might be it uh no i didn't do that i was gonna say <laughs> I, felt, I felt like i felt like i wanted to do that so i jump off and for like a split second the rope does not feel like it's gonna hold me back and and there's no resistance and then after like two feet it catches me and then I slowly come down from the ceiling, and I was like, "Man, that was that was a rush." So uh, I get down, I climb up another another wall. Uh, I didn't quite quite get to the top because it was a little bit harder. I, I stepped away from the kids section, um, and then I get down after that second climb, and my forearms were just like on fire. Like I have, it felt like it felt like I had just worked out, like a full workout. And I was, I've only been climbing for 10 minutes, you know, like it was, it was amazing workout. Um, so yeah, it was the first time I did that. I went over to this other section, what they call bouldering, which is like no harness, no rope. You just climb on different things. It's a little bit shorter of a wall. It's like maybe like eight to 10 feet wall. Uh, and then there's like a mat at the bottom, like a really thick mat. So if you fall, you're not going to hurt yourself. Uh, so I did that. That was, that was fun too. Um, but overall after like I was poo-pooing this thing, I was like, what, you know, all you're doing is climbing a wall. Like this doesn't sound interesting, but after doing it, I'm like, man, this was, this was solid. Like I was thinking like, who, who, who would I bring <laughs> next, uh, next time I go, come here? Cause I kind of want to go next time. 
because uh, I was with, you know, I was with a whole bunch of different people that I've, you know, I've never hung out with before outside of work. Uh, so that was, uh, that was always cool to hang out with people from work, but, um, bringing some friends, bringing, you know, spouses and, and, and significant others and things like that. I think it'd be a, a fun time to do that. Yeah. So that, yeah, I, I've actually been a couple times myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I actually went into it the same way. I, I thought it was going to be stupid. Uh, I just thought like, I'm not going to enjoy this at all. Like, I don't really want to go rock climbing in real life. So, <laughs> right. Um, but no, it was actually really fun. Like yeah. it was really fun. And uh, I felt the same way pushing off the first time um, because you're however many feet up in the air and you basically just have to trust and like just push off the wall, which is terrifying at first. Once it, it, once, sure once it catches you though, like the first time or the second time, then you're like, all right, I'll jump off a hundred foot. Like, I don't care. Right. Yeah. Like, then you know, you're fine. Yeah. And when, and when I put on, like, there's a clip you put on your harness. That's another thought that went through my mind. I was like, did I clip it right? Like, oh my gosh, what happens if I don't, if I didn't clip it right? I'm going to die. You break bones. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, totally, totally dead. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was pretty much it on the, on the life front. Um, my son got, got, my son got sick Friday night. Mm, and so definitely. wrecked our entire weekend. Like on Saturday, we were supposed to go to my nephew's soccer game. Um, we were going to have, we were supposed to go to my niece's birthday party. Uh, we were going to do some other things on Sunday. And it was like all this was Clark soccer game was Sunday that we couldn't do that anymore. So our whole weekend was shot, which was fine by me. Cause I can always find something to do. And boy, did I. Mm. so uh i was uh, when i was out with my uh my work buddies and they said they were talking about this f1 survive the drive show on netflix and i've never watched f1 before and uh and so they were telling me about like hey there's four seasons it's really interesting you should watch it so um i watched the trailer you know at while while i was out and i was like this actually looks pretty good and you know when you you're like yeah I'll add it to the list. You know I added it to my list. <laughs> it doesn't people really mean always, anything when people say it, that. Right, it doesn't it, yeah, right exactly. So um but when when our whole weekend was shot, I was like, you know what? This is a perfect perfect time for me to try this. So I turned on the first episode and it goes through it's a, it, the first season is in 2018 and it goes through the entire F1 season from beginning to end they go through like all the drivers that that are, are driving f1 and i don't know how much you know about f1 but there's only 20 drivers in f1 which is like the major leagues of formula one racing um and so there's only 20 racers and there's there's 10 teams two racers per team and uh i found out like teammates are not teammates like they're only in it from themselves like i don't i don't understand that I don't understand Being a lot first, of the last. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand all the <laughs> rules. Uh, they don't. They don't. It's not. It's not a good introductory introductory uh, 101 class for F1. It's really. It's. It's. It's assume, It assumes you know anything about F1, which I didn't. Um, but it was still interesting. The because this is like it's like a documentary uh, of an entire season of racing. Uh, so I watched the first episode. I was like, you know what? All right, and my wife. My wife walks in. She's like, "What are you watching?" And I was like, "I have no idea what it's, what's happening I don't know right what now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just so, something. But it, 
uh, yeah, I don't like. Uh, she's like, uh, I don't watch. I don't watch racing. You know, it's uh, it's either wrestling or, or football or baseball. A thousand you know? years. <laughs> so uh, I watched it. I was like, wow, this is this is interesting. Now I have to f- find out how the season ends. You know, who wins and what happens. Uh, That's so when you're hooked. What's really cool about this about the show is they don't they didn't follow the best team. They didn't follow the worst team. They followed the teams that are in the middle of the pack, the teams that do not have the budget as as the as the you know the, the number one, number two teams. Um, they followed very interesting storylines as far as like trying to get like trying to get uh, to the next next spot or the next the next standings or drivers that were going to be switching teams. So it was like. It was really cool to find to have to have that because if I was just watching someone win all the time, there was no really story. I don't feel like there was a, be a good storyline there. So it was really cool to see that storyline. So I w- ended up watching the entire first season over the weekend. <laughs> Dang, there's okay. It's only it, there's ten there's ten episodes and they were each thirty minutes. So it wasn't like it was a huge time commitment. Yeah. Um. So uh, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna move on to uh, season two um there's some 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 racers that were in season one that didn't like quote unquote secure a seat meaning they didn't they're not going to be a driver for a team next year which i'm like well i was bummed about because there's one guy that i really liked and so i want to i wonder if he's ever going to come back or going to go back for a different team um and uh, you know, I was talking to Tim Pollan about this. He's 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 like, that's the only reason why I have Netflix <laughs> is for this F one so drive to survive, uh, or so whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, uh, so I did that, and then I was like, you know what? I wonder if there's a video game about F one. And lo and behold, over the past couple of weeks, F one 2021 dropped on Game Pass. Oh, look at that! Didn't even have to pay for it. <laughs> I was like, wonderful. So I downloaded that and I played that over the weekend. And I I, I finished like the the career mode or like the whatever that um, story mode is. Yeah. It and it goes through fictitious uh, uh, drivers, um, but it was really good. And I don't think I would have enjoyed the F one story if I didn't watch the F one show on Netflix. Uh, I knew a little bit more about why the the they're driving this way. You know, what was the, one of the cool things about the story mode is you didn't race all the races. Uh, they would put you in a race like, hey, you know, based on this storyline, make sure you get to ninth place before the 11th lap or um, you're put in your your car is messed up and you need to drive it into the pit get uh, get your get new tires get new front front wing and then drive and try to get uh try to get in the top 10 and so it was very cool storylines um you start as a rookie driver uh and your teammate is an old uh, uh driver that's about to retire and so there's a huge big, very big big dynamic there and just seeing the arc of those two uh you you dr- you use you drive as the rookie and as the veteran um as over the course of the season which were i think it was two seasons they go through uh really really awesome so uh i recommend just giving f1 a shot in the first episode i really feel that if you're if you watch the first episode it's gonna hook you because there's some good storylines um it is not uh there's a lot of words 
a lot of uh, profanity in Ooh. the in the Netflix. Gotcha. That's all there is because it's like they're race car drivers and they're very egocentric and egotistical. So they they have a lot of a lot of colorful words. Um, the game was like an EA Sports E for Everyone game. So <laughs> you know, like you could tell that it was written a little differently. Um, but yeah, it was like totally F one out of nowhere over the weekend craziness. Goodness. That is a bizarre uh, turn of events. I know, F- right? Yeah. F one update from Patrick. Oh, that yes, was not so. on my uh that was not on my Patrick Novacell bingo card. Yeah, I, I did not know that was in your uh utility belt. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I went rock climbing and I watched F one and I played an F one game. What is happening? That's a weird one. All right, let's go. Let's so then let's go back to the old uh normal. Uh WrestleMania was this past weekend. WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the the most stupendous WrestleMania two night event in re- in WWE history. It's a two night event. It didn't two used night to be. event. It yeah, is, I didn't it's, know that. It's been two nights since twenty twenty <clears throat> maybe. So um, I guess I, they they have they just do a lot more yeah. and make it a lot make it a lot longer. Uh, this so there's a couple things of note. Uh, Stone Cold came back. And the uh, there was a there's a wrestler that uh, has a, a stunner as his finishing move. Uh, he he's uh, one of his favorite wrestlers growing up, a Stone Cold. So it's kind of natural that he became like a, a kind of like a a lesser clone of Stone Cold, uh, as it were. Uh, but um, he called out Stone Cold Steve Austin, who hasn't wrestled in 19 years. And so <laughs> Stone Cold, you know, he he answered the call. He came and he wrestled and threw some Stone Cold stunners, and it was fantastic. I felt like I was he. I felt like I was in high school again. You know, it was it was awesome. And oh. so that was on night one. That's how night one ended. How night two? Uh, there is this wrestler called his name is Austin Theory, and Austin Theory is like the prodigal son of Vince McMahon. Like it's his poster child. You know, he's. He's trying to groom him into being uh, uh, the one of the you know corporate wrestlers under Vince McMahon. He's his puppet, and so uh, his puppet you know picked a fight with one of the announcers who is it's Pat McAfee, who is a former kicker Hunter. in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. He is one of the he is one of the best commentators in all of anything. He has his own <laughs> podcast as well. He's he he is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so when he when he uh, retired from the NFL, he uh, in twenty in twenty seventeen he started uh, training to be a wrestler. So when he's he when he was wrestling, interesting last life night, he must lead. He was he was he was he looked like he was a wrestler. You know he was doing flips and things like and and moves that a normal wrestler would make, and it looked he looked good doing it. Um, so but Vince McMahon was on the sidelines, and after Pat McAfee won. Vince McMahon uh, was walking, you know, was going to walk back up the ramp and Pat McAfee called him out like, hey, I want you now. So Vince McMahon takes off his shirt and he's about to wrestle and he beats Pat McAfee and then he starts beating him up more. And all of a sudden you hear Stone Cold Steve Austin's breaking the glass music start and Stone Cold comes down the ramp and gives (laughs) Vince McMahon a Stone Cold stunner. And I was like, man, this is like, this is 2000 again. 
This is classic. Back in high school. Are we in the what? What am I watching? (laughs) What am I watching? This is so surreal. Um, yeah, it was. It was a. It was a really, really fun uh, WrestleMania. I love WrestleMania. It's awesome that it, uh, you know, like brought back some some old wrestlers. Triple H. He started the show and Stone Cold ended the show, which was didn't really, he just really cool. re- isn't he like retiring or did he just retire Triple H? Re- Triple H just retired from wrestling, from in ring gotcha. wrestling, um, which I didn't know he. I thought he already retired, you know, because yeah, it's been it's been a while. About him in a while, but I think he has surgery and he's like, you know what, it's time to after the surgery. He's like, I'm not going to wrestle anymore. Yeah, he's more in a um, suit just, than anything else, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the uh, he's like. He, if he's if he's not running it now, but he, he used to run the NXT brand, which is like the minor leagues of the WWE. Um, he used to run that. I don't know if he runs it anymore. Um, I used to do a wrestling trivia one night. Um, yeah, I'm gonna wait for that. Lucas to get back. I, I mean, all of us like probably yeah. watched it when we were kids, so yeah. Like it a little yeah. bit. I remember. Yeah, we did a we did a trivia of like uh, what their real name is in uh, in wrestling. Um, but uh, that was back on our back on our only wrestling episode. I'm down for another wrestling episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that's about it for me. Sweet deal. All, All right. right, Ronnie. Well, um, I cannot top that. That uh, <laughs> that was out of nowhere. We should have extravaganza <laughs> of a weekend. <laughs> Tough act to follow here. Um, so this week, uh, well, I guess it's it's been two weeks for me. So last Monday was Elizabeth's birthday. Um, so, you know, we pretty much try to think if we went out on Monday. Yeah, we did. We went out to brunch and then um, she wanted to go plant shopping. So <clears throat> I just, uh, you know, was the cart guy following around. Like, just what do you want? How much? Like, whatever. Just put it in. Let's You're the yes go. man. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want today. You know? <laughs> uh, so we did that. Uh, she picked out some some stuff that she really liked, and um, we went out on Sunday night actually for her birthday with uh, my mom and stepdad. We went to Cooper's Hawk. Um, nice. Wind it up a little bit, and um, yeah, they just have awesome food there. So that was actually the uh, place we went on our second date. So nice. Um, yeah. No, no, Cooper's Hawk was the first date. Sorry, second date was a place called Tony's, which is a pretty classy joint. Sounds classy. Sounds like you need to wear yeah, like a I gold mean, chain. I'm talking like and... two people dinner was two hundred and fifty dollars. Classy. Whoa. <laughs> That's what kind of classy I'm talking about. What did they serve you? <clears throat> um gold. I honestly I don't even remember what I got. I, I don't I don't know. I was on my best behavior. I was trying to like not focus on that and you know yeah. focus on being a decent human being and you know, I was like, Man, she is perfect. I need to be on my best behavior for this. In my head, I don't even know like what was happening. Um, (laughs) But anyways, uh, so we had a pretty good birthday weekend for her. Um, This past Thursday, I received my new Xbox in the mail. Whoa, a new Xbox One series? A new Xbox Series X. Oh, the X. Let's go. Yeah, Um, I I made the uh, I made the mistake previously of buying one with no memory and just getting like the lower end model. This is actually like I bought it right before we started playing PUBG Mm. all the way back then. Mm -hmm. So 
and I just bought the cheapest one. I was like, ah, you know, I don't really care. But I could only keep like three games on it at a time. So yeah. it got uh, <laughs> it got rough. It got really rough. Yeah. So uh, bought the nice one. Um, I just got it actually hooked up on. Um, <laughs> I just got a text from Elizabeth. She said, I got the New York strip apparently on her date. <laughs> you can hear me in the other room. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, so I got the new Xbox. Um, really, there's only been one game that I've like had my eye on, and it's Elden Ring. And I've been playing Elden Ring. Nice. Ooh. Just dump, so, jumping straight in the deep end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that people said it was really hard and everybody was quitting only made me want to play it more, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, if, um, if you can beat Enter the Gungeon, you can <laughs> beat any game. Like I, I, I think I'm pretty good at play uh, uh, at games, and I Enter the can't. Gungeon was pretty. Tough. I can't hold a candle to Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon was pretty tough. Um, <laughs> this game's harder. <laughs> Honestly, no, like, no, straight no, up, no it's, I, I it's it. impossible. As that sounds like. Um, so I've been playing co-op basically the whole time with Eric. Oh, okay, nice, now, nice. Eric is one of those. Um, Eric's like beat the game more than once. He has like 200 hours into it already. Yep. Like, he does. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So when I started playing, um, at first, I was getting killed by like just random guys at the beginning. And I'm like, man, this is, this is ridiculous. Like, how much do I have to, what, I got to start like, you know, farming experience, like at the very beginning of the game? Like, there's no way that's the case. I bet Eric was just like, you know what? I've beaten this game twice. I don't think Eric even needs to look at his map. We literally he has like it, he has it on Xbox and PlayStation. I know he platinumed it on PlayStation. Yeah, so we've been we've been playing co-op, and it actually like nerfs his character down to my character's level, which is kind of okay. cool. Okay, because I'm good. I'm usually like, of course he wants to bring in like his powerful character and do all the cool stuff, which there's time and a place all for that. And I usually fight back at first, and then he just wears me down, and I just let him do whatever he wants. But uh, so I've been playing with him and. I gotta tell you, like, it's it's funny. It's funny because you guys know him, but we're traveling through this game, and this game has a massive map. This is a giant game. Mm -hmm. Like, there is like when you look off into the distance in this game, and there's all the all these like castles and stuff on the horizon. Like, those are all actual places that you can actually just run to. That's just that's like it's not just scenery in this game. Like everything you can go to. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's a beautiful game, honestly. Like it's it's awesome, um, but it is a Souls game. It is a Souls game, which uh -huh. is the worst. <laughs> which is the worst. Uh, I have lost all my money, basically every single time I've played. Um, <laughs> there's just no way to keep it, and I die every time, at least a few times. Um, there was one boss, and I think he's maybe like the second boss that you run into, or the third boss. I can't remember, but it took Eric and I honestly over 20 tries um Yeesh. to beat this guy 20 tries and 3 30 a.m stop time that night <laughs> goodness gracious it was rough like i was ready to quit like 45 minutes before that but he's like no nah, i think we can do this um so it is it is a really cool game it's i don't know that it's a game that i would like play on my own though you know what i mean um, I'm playing co-op and I think that just makes it more, more fun when there's yeah. a couple of us. Eric actually, um, <clears throat> he's a jerk also, uh, uh, for people who don't know him. So <laughs> he will, uh, 
he'll lead me into like a place or whatever, like that he knows I'm going to get absolutely killed. Like he'll be like, oh, we just need to go around this corner. And then he just will sprint the other way. And this like huge thing will just come out and grab me and his like crab claw or something, you know? Uh, and he just laughs. Right. So uh, that happens all the up. time. And I never know whether he's telling the truth or not. I just have to follow him. And, you know, I, I will tell him, I'd be like, Hey, I've a little bit of money here. So let's not, <laughs> let's not kill me or put me next to something that I'm not going to like, you know, be able to get it back from. Cause basically after you die, you can go back and pick up your runes or basically your bag with your money. And if you die before you get to it, it's gone forever. So you get one chance to like pick it up. And then if you die again, as long as you picked it up, you can keep like carrying it basically through your dead bodies. Um, but there's no way to store any coins, which is the most frustrating thing ever. Cause honestly, like the main thing that I use coins for in this game is to level up. Um, you basically buy attribute points and you're able to add them and it's a classic system that tears up and it gets to be a ridiculous cost uh later down the road but um yeah it is it's a game that i i don't you know i'll play with eric probably but on my own i might just do like some some grinding to get like some levels or something like that yeah but to face bosses um before we go into every boss he's like okay now here's what this guy's gonna do (laughs) he's just got it all mapped out in his head he's like we need to run right immediately and he just knows all these things like, I can't tell you how many times we've run across the map and he's like taking this back way where you jump down this cliff. And there's like platforms, this is a secret passage that he just knows about. Of course. But, um, but yeah, it is, I mean, it is really pretty fun though. Yeah. It, it's a pretty fun game, especially to play at co-op. I think with like a team, yeah. like it would be a lot of fun. It'd be cool. But, um, so yeah, I've been pretty much just stuck in that, you know, for a little while. And I'm sure that that's going to be a game mm-hmm. that I play for a while longer um i hope to beat it but you know if i do i do if i don't i'm not i'm not one of those people where it's like i'm worried about completing things so yeah um but yeah it's i understand why everybody is frustrated uh i saw a lot of the memes and the you know the gifts and stuff about it and all the tiktok videos about like people getting killed it's horrible um, it is i mean there are some like <laughs> even right away like right away in the in the game you basically can run out there like pretty much right after I completed like the first part of the game, it, it kind of like lets you out into the map and there's this big, huge guy on horseback. And my thought process was I'm going to kill him. I'm going after him. And, uh, he dominated me and <laughs> it wasn't, he's going to kill you close. But, like I barely, I got it like a quarter of his health down. And I was like, why would they put that right at the beginning of the game? Why would they put this guy that's definitely going to kill everybody? Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, there's a lot. There's so much going on in the game, like leveling up your character, all your items, and it's like a really advanced version of Diablo. I was I was watching this this <clears throat> uh, this clip, uh, and I think Aaron, you done messed up A.A. Ron on our Discord. He sent it to me. Uh, of this guy, he's like on top of a like some sort of like a pillar or something like a castle. I can't remember what it was. Um, and he's shooting down. He, see, he sees this enemy. And he's like, "I'm going to shoot at him," and and so he goes to shoot at him, hits him. The enemy suddenly just disappears. <laughs> he swings his camera around, and the dude is right behind him, <laughs> and just takes him out. And I was like, "Nope." Some of these <laughs> like some of the bosses in this game. So at first, like when you're walking around in this game, you can obviously look around. And sometimes you just come across an absolutely gigantic creature. You're like, no 
way that there's even a chance I could fight this thing. It's the same size as the mountain next to it. Like there's just like, there's one dragon. That's like, he's just massive, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a bizarre game. There's a place in the swamp in the game, which is the worst possible place ever. Um, which that's the same way in every game. If there's a swamp, it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, because swamps in real life are nightmares. But uh, <laughs> Eric was running in front of me, maybe like, I don't know, 10, 15 yards or something in the game. And he's we're running through this like shallow water and this gigantic like crawfish. This thing is like 10 to 15 times the size of us. <laughs> it's massive. It's like a bus came out of the ground. <laughs> um, just right in the middle of us and kill us. Like you can't get away from it. So it's just like... <laughs> luck of the draw like if you're gonna die or not it's outrageous <laughs> so so i'm gonna keep that up for a little bit but you know ultimately it's uh it's kind of a time killer till i find uh you know something else i will say though uh, as far as the new xbox goes uh the setup was the easiest possible thing um and i like the controller actually they, they did a little bit of upgrading some slight adjusting it's i feel like it's a little bit smaller it just fits into your hand better yeah. altogether um so yeah yeah it's it was good uh, a good purchase i may i may um get a playstation depending on when they're available like where i'm at um but i'm not going to actively search for one because now that i've Elden ring on the playstation or on the xbox i don't you know i don't have an actual reason to buy a playstation currently so yeah other than like i could play games with you guys certain games or whatever but Sure. For the most part, we can play it on Xbox too, whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. Yeah, but um, that's pretty much it for me. It, it's the last thing I'll say about Elden Ring is it's a game that literally just like it doesn't give you a lot of direction. Like you just have a million questions. Like as soon as you start the game, which is also our topic. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Ronnie. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> I'm sure Lucas, who's probably going to listen to this episode, is he probably so shed- proud. He is shedding a tear right now. <laughs> he, he's over there just slow clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. So that, of course, folks, is our topic. Uh, we put it out to you, the joiners, to ask us. Uh, any questions this is kind of almost like a a reddit ama of sorts uh yes you don't know ama is ask me anything um and so yeah we put it out to you guys and you did not disappoint um so first off first question uh is from of course mr bernabe el ronchas butters Mm, roll those r's Mm. have you ever felt so out of place but you still had to roll with it and make an effort for the best. I spent most of the past week on campus at Gonzaga in Spokane, Washington. I've heard of Gonzaga. Uh, First impression, college students are allegedly 20-somethings with baby faces. Yeah, they get... (laughs) Yeah, I I can't understand ages anymore. Yep. (laughs) I never know how old anybody is either. (laughs) (laughs) This is anyway, luckily... Oh, well, for 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, that person can drive? No way. They're 11. I don't believe you. Um, 
Yeah, and he says, anyway, luckily my class was a mixture of kids and old farts like me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, have you ever felt so out of place, but you still had to roll with it and make an effort for the best? Mm. Yeah, most recently it was the rock climbing. Like, I have no, I didn't know what to do. I was like, where, where am I, how am I supposed to do this? Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, I get this, <laughs> like, 10 minute introduction, and then everyone's off doing their own thing. I'm like, I guess I'll just watch other people to figure out how to do these things. And then I get to the, you know, get to the top. I'm like, I was already out of place. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do, do I die here or do I just stay up here for the rest of my life? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. Yeah. I would say that uh, I'm currently living in that state, living in an apartment. Um, <laughs> everything is like <laughs> just bizarre. Like I have to, I've been talking to people in the parking lot and everything, which is totally not something I've done. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, is that the hangout things. spot, the parking lot? Uh, you know what? There's just always somebody getting in or out of their car. So you're, you're kind of forced like to be nice. Uh, yeah. Like, that's that's kind of how I put it. Like I'm just being nice out there. Uh, but yeah, like sometimes people will just stop and like chat it up with you and it always takes me by surprise. I'm like, what? Like I, I was, uh, we, um, had Chipotle delivered one time a couple weeks ago and the person couldn't find the right apartment. So I was like, just go to building six. I'll, I'll just walk out, you know? And um, <clears throat> so I walked out and I grabbed it and the guy was like sitting in his car and he's like, Hey, so I didn't, res- I don't respond to, Hey, immediately. <laughs> uh, that's not, yeah. that's not how it works. Uh, and then there was an even louder. Hey. So I'm like, what the heck? Like I turned around and he's like, what is that? And I'm like this, this bag in my hand. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, it's Chipotle. And he's like, Hmm, that sounds good. And I'm like, it's probably going to be good. It's probably going to be good. <laughs> and I just kept walking. Like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know how to. That's a quality conversation <laughs> right there. Yeah. That's a weird thing to ask. Like, what's in the bag? Like, what are you going to rob me? You be like, do you want a bite? Like, what, what like is this? Drugs. Yeah. Lots of drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it, it's just a different, uh, different scenario. And, you know, like Patrick with the rock climbing, I mean, you just kind of have fun with it and. Yeah. Make the best. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't miss living in an apartment building. I really don't. Uh, I technically we live in a in a duplex, so we have a neighbor right next to us, and then of course neighbors across the way and stuff. And but mm-hmm. we don't really. I mean, we say hi and and yeah. have niceties and stuff, but we don't like hang out and stuff or anything like that, or talk about what's in our food bags. <laughs> uh, That's strange. Um, <laughs> it was a weird one. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I don't miss that. Don't miss that now. At all. I have a question for you, Ronnie. Uh, do you have like, like, are you on the third floor? I'm on the second floor, but I'm on the end of the building that we're in. So there's actually not a third floor on the, on okay. each end. Okay. Mm. That's right. Um, do you have like neighbors that like knock on your door? Like, Hey, here, welcome to the apartment. Here are some cookies. Did you have any of that? No, no, I don't think that, I don't think people in apartments do that. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody just stares at you like while you're moving in. Like, what's if, this, what's this guy so, got? I would love. I'm to not going to help. I'm just going to stare at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch all these old guys struggle. <laughs> uh, it's just a spectacle. No, it's um, honestly everybody's been really friendly. You know, other than like the awkward, you know, food conversation I had with that guy. Uh, generally, like people seem really friendly and just like want to say hi and and be nice. So that's good. Yeah, it's definitely good. Good, good, it good. Is. So. Pat, I think you can you can attest to this having done this recently. Um, mm-hmm. But it's there's never a weirder situation than when you are in a place 
where no one speaks the language that you do. Um, and, and so for me, um, that was going to Canada. Uh, oh, okay. And, Canada. And, and specifically the French speaking part is of tradition. As is tradition. What a glorious day for Canada and therefore the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> were they throwing out Captain Crunch everywhere? No, they were not. <laughs> um, but uh, no, we went to the French speaking part of, of Canada where mm -hmm. they were not speaking English. Um, and, and so, and plus, you know, we're in a different, different country anyway. So like, you know, the, the conversion of, of money is not the same and you just feel like kind of a fish out of water and mm -hmm. yeah, nothing's it, easy. Yep. Nothing is easy whatsoever. Um, and this was at a point where I didn't really understand much French. Uh, so, you know, that, oh. that made things a lot more difficult for me. Thankfully there were, sure. it, there weren't like a whole lot of places that were just French. They had some English too, but you just still feel just completely fish out of water. The other place I went to was New York, New York city. Definitely feel like a fish out of water there. Cause there's like just, just too crazy there. Wall to wall people everywhere. Yeah, So crazy there. And it's just I people. Oh, go ahead. I think it would be difficult to to live in the tunic world where people speak a language that doesn't <laughs> exist. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, and they never give you any way of trying <clears throat> to interpret that language. Thanks. Just gotta Tunic. get that. Gotta get that person who interpreted a fake language. Yep. Yep. Just gonna. I think to... that's isn't that like a profession? Like, isn't that a profession for people to create languages? Like I know, I know there was like a someone who created the whole Lord of the Rings Elvish language, yeah, which is which is wild, by the way. Just you know what? I'm just gonna make my own language. You know how crazy is that? I'm sure there are linguists that that that's their whole. They know how the ins and outs of of the structure of a language works, and so they're able to kind of start from that that template that's and go from there. So, I think there's another so language wild. in. Um, there's uh, so that happens a lot in games i feel like what is it uh world of warcraft has their own language yeah um and i think they mentioned this in the office in an episode or whatever and uh she's like you didn't tell me you were teaching me a made-up language and he's like well that's what people thought about like klingon but now they keep now they teach a class in it or something like i don't remember <laughs> what he said yeah. um but yeah it's like a whole complete language like like can you imagine trying to come up with a whole language by yourself like that Seems like an impossible task. They're much smarter people than I. I guess yeah. that is true. <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next question uh, from the Crispy Crusader, a.k.a. Mr. Tim Pollan in the Discord. Crispy Crusader. Crusader. What is like that? Bacon. Is that like the, the bacon Batman? Yeah. Mm, Love it. Okay. Sweet. I like it. Love it. Justice in Greece. Vengeance. <laughs> uh, so okay, he's just a piece of bacon. <laughs> it's not a battering. It's just a piece of bacon. Just throws it. Uh, you have the house to yourself for one night. No wife, no kids. What's for dinner? And what are you playing slash watching? Me? Oh. Uh, I'm having a ribeye and hash browns with cheese and onions while watching Smokey and the Bandit in the living room with the surround sound crank to crank to 11. Oh man. That's tough. So what if if it was this coming weekend, 
Uh, I would, I would have a gyro with uh, sasiki sauce and onions, no tomato or lettuce. I don't want to get in the way of the of the gyro taste. Uh, and then um, I'm playing, I'm playing WWE. I mean, that's just uh, I could Such I could a put, weird put, show we have. <laughs> I could throw I could throw <laughs> down eight straight hours of that game, and it felt like a blink of an eye. I mean, I've already put 80 hours into that game, which, by the way, is now the most played PS5 game uh, I've played so far. Nice. No numero hmm. uno. Mm-hmm. Already. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so for me, if I had to do this weekend, um, kind of in that scenario, because it is basically whatever game you're playing at yeah. the time, uh, I, I would game would be my, my first choice. Um, currently, I, I would play Elden Ring. Uh, for food, uh, if it was just me, I'd, I'd want to get some garbage food, though. Uh, like like a Wendy's or maybe like a, I don't know. Do you guys have a tender town where you guys are? No. No, there's no, this awesome like tender. It, it's called Tender Town. Um, and they it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, they have chicken <laughs> tenders. <laughs> And uh, and French fries and they're just really good. So it's like hmm. like one minute down the street from where our apartment is. So nice. Um, How close is it to that to raising canes? Have you ever had that before? You know what? I've never had raising canes, but I think it's a similar type restaurant. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So this this question is is sort of complex for me, and because thinking about what I eat now. That would not be the ideal for for what I would I would want. So, say I didn't have any health problems and I was on the old diet. <laughs> uh, okay. For me, uh, it would more than likely be a a Pizza Hut pizza. Uh, oh, meat lovers that pizza. old school. Yeah, meat lovers pizza. Stuffed crust. Uh, no, I'm not really. A st- I mean, I don't mind eating stuffed crust, but that's not really something I gravitate. Really towards. slows you down on your pizza if you get the stuffed yeah, crust. Yeah, yeah. Considering all the stuff that's on that pizza, <clears throat> like I, I don't think I could add more cheese <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> True. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I have an absolute craving for that, and I can't have it. So, but anyway. Mm. But uh, if if there was the ideal, yes, I would be having that, and. Uh, either playing Apex or uh, probably, yeah, probably still playing through Wonderlands, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Absolutely. All right. And then watching Batman movies all weekend. Oh, yeah, you got to have the double screen going on. Yep. Absolutely, Lily. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next question comes from installing for time uh delvin cox our buddy delvin cox who just had a birthday the other day uh happy late birthday yes sir uh Uh he says i have a question for all of you now that you've been doing the show for a while how do you feel about it how do you feel or do you have the same enthusiasm to do the show each week as you did when you started also what motivates you to keep going It's a deep question. That is. Yeah, that is that's that's a lot of a lot of questions. What was the first question in there? Um, so he let's, says, let's let's separate it out. What's the first question again? So the first one is 
after doing this show for a while now, how do you feel about the show? How do you feel about it? Oh, it's a garbage truck on fire. I mean, we already, I mean, uh, it's, 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 we, co- I come in, I used to be prepared. And, and uh, what I love about it is we can just, we, we can just chat and not, and just, you know, quote unquote, winging it, you know, talk about what we've done the past week and things like that. I love catching up with you guys. And it's more of like a catch up rather than like, hey, let's talk about every single thing that we did this past week. Um, I like I like just hitting hitting the hitting the uh, the things of note, the highlights of our past week, and especially things like like I would have never known that Ronnie was playing Elden Ring if we didn't have the show. You know, yeah. it's just it's just uh, very interesting, and I didn't know that Tunic had uh, its own language and a linguist that <laughs> interpreted everything. Like it's I didn't even know there really, was a Tunic. <laughs> that's really cool. So that's that's really what. Uh, what i i look forward to every week sweet yeah i i I would i guess i I feel the same way it 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 feels more now like since we've been doing it for a long time that um it's more of just a hangout uh i mean it's really like we just kind of get on here and hang out and you know we talk about stuff but it's it, it just feels more like a hangout than you know like something you know it's like on the schedule or something like that i used to take notes too um and honestly most of the time i I would we never used them (laughs) like we got off the track and then it was just you know onward uh i can't imagine how many notepads like lucas has filled up though well that's the thing that's that's what he loves to do he likes likes lists yep love you lucas um yeah for me like you know this whole this whole podcast has been a giant trial and error experiment us um you know we did things one way a long time ago and then we changed things up and then we got a a mojo going and 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 got our got our stride going um and even then we still have uh we still have goofs and we still have errors like for example patrick when you were literally just talking about how we were a a garbage fire hot garbage fire and uh then your uh internet started cutting out on your (laughs) see yeah exactly (laughs) so sorry about that guys um (laughs) but um but yeah it's it's all still trying trial and error and i mean we've known by no means met the big you know made the big time or anything we're still very much small podcast and and um it's it's very much the community that makes this makes this happen and it's very much um you know uh, us four guys um, it, like Ronnie said, it's, it's very much a hangout. Um, and, and it's, it's the idea of, of just trying new things and, and, and going into new territory. Like we've tried different segments and things like that and just changing things up. Um, we're looking to do that within the next several episodes, teasing for 200 coming up. Um, uh, but yeah, we're looking at, at trying new things and, and that's what, that's what freshen things up freshens things up a little bit yeah um and yeah just uh having a faithful community that that enjoys what we do and likes hanging out with us and being good friends with us um and having our own little slice of the internet mm-hmm. so i hope that answers your question Del. you guys still think it's weird Wait. that people listen to us <laughs> every 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 week yeah Isn't that bizarre <laughs> i am surprised that more than one person listens to us yeah honestly <laughs> it, like I, it, it surprises me too yeah, I was looking at our stats, and <clears throat> we are consistently growing thirty percent every year, which is That's insane. Crazy. 
fantastic. We are already on pace to have our best year ever. It's fantastic to see. Well, that's thanks awesome. to you guys, the joiners out there. We very mm-hmm. much appreciate you. Yeah. Way we may not understand you, but we appreciate you. <laughs> and it's okay because you may not understand us either. So yeah. I doubt you do. <laughs> well, it was, uh, I, my mom was like, was like, you guys talk too fast. And I pulled up her podcast app. I'm like, she's listened to us at two times speed. I'm like, mom, that's why you got to go back. You got to do one time speed. <laughs> that's why you can't understand us. <laughs> we should have a show that's just I parents you, and technology. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think we could have a whole show on that. Honestly, I'm, I'm their Absolutely. IT guy. Yep, yep. Yeah, IT guy. I used to be the DVD guy. They call me. I'm like, <laughs> Mom, I've lived there in five years. <laughs> oh man, what was the second part of his question? Uh, so the second part of his question is: Do you have the same enthusiasm to do the show each week as you did when you started? Oh, even more, even more enthusiasm. I think uh, with with our topics that we come up with each week, uh, it's it keeps it fresh, like you said, Mark. Um, even though it's just like a, it's it's not a new segment. It's just like a new different new topic, and uh, we unpack it. I think that's really really cool uh, to see. Um, also, also like you said, the joiners. Um, we see our listener count continue to go up. And people that follow us on Twitter, join us on Discord, uh, whatever it is, and to see to see that continue to grow and uh, people find us from one way or another, it's really cool. And that's it. Really uh, keeps um, keeps it fresh, keeps it exciting every week. Yeah, I I um, my answer is a little bit different. So as far as the enthusiasm goes, I'm actually a week to week. Um, I, I don't feel the same enthusiasm week, uh, week after week. It just depends on the week. Yeah. Um, I myself, I, I'm a, uh, I'm a creature that makes decisions based on my emotions at the time, mm-hmm. uh, which is usually not a good idea, but it's just the way that I operate. So, um, you know, depending on how the day went, depending on how the weekend went or what I have coming up, you know, it just, it just depends. Uh, some nights, depending on what we're doing, like, it's like, man, it's going to be good to get, get the podcast in here, you know? And the other nights you're like, oh man, like this is going to be rough. Like this is going to be rough. Like I just don't, I'm not feeling it tonight. Yeah. So, so there definitely are those nights, uh, you know, where I'm not feeling it or something like that. And you know, I think that's going to happen pretty much no matter what with anybody. Yeah. Everybody has their good weeks and bad. Um, but we still try to, you know, bring, bring what we can to, to each episode and, and bring the noise. I don't know about I don't know about a game. I, I suppose it's a game. <laughs> hmm. It could uh, be our a game. Yeah, um, but I mean, even despite what we've had, it's it's always great to just kind of meet up and and hang out and talk about what we've been doing and and come up with serious and ridiculous topics. Most of them being ridiculous, but um, but it's it's a lot of fun to be able to to jump on and and. And yeah, we may have good and bad episodes, but that's everybody. Um, but overall, it's it's still it's still fun to be doing this this show and to be putting something out there. And I mean, guys, we're almost coming on two hundred episodes. It's wild. It's crazy. I feel like just yesterday we did one hundred. We... So I think about where I started with this, and I started in a completely empty room in my house with a fold-up table, like uh, with like a card table 
and a laptop. You had a you had a table. I didn't have a table. Episode I had. It was one of those like uh, ones you bring out for like a picnic. You, you put all the food on. For the legs. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh-huh. fold out. Yeah. Right. And then I had a um, like one of those iron fold out chairs. Like <laughs> that's that's where that's where we started. Goodness. Come along. And it come sounded like crap. <laughs> and it sounded terrible. Yep. Now now it sounds a little less like crap. Which is still true. sounds terrible. It's just the content's terrible. That's just our voices. We sound good. <laughs> content's terrible. <laughs> All right. I will uh, tell you what, though. Compliment to Lucas. He was absolutely made to be like on the radio. Like, <laughs> like this is his true calling. Like, yeah. he just has a voice that like just carries. Like, he is like destined to be the host. Mm-hmm. Well, it helps when he's the preacher man. He's good at good at true. public speaking. Well, yeah. I. It was, uh, you know, a little inside baseball. We were all at the beginning. We're like, oh, let's each one of us host. And then Lucas did the first one. We're like, no, you're the host. Yeah, you can <laughs> no, go ahead. You win. Like, I'm, I'm not going after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not following this one. All right. Uh, so next question is from, uh, and I love that he changed his name. For, the person formerly known as Lord Zukor, he is now Zord Lukor. And he has a picture <laughs> of Megazord on it. <laughs> Zord Lukor. I love it. Uh, he says, what is something you have bought but have never used? Ooh. Mm. Bought but never used. Can it be something I've been given but have never used? Or does it what not do you, what, I don't think there are any rules. Okay. Yeah. Because I know one thing I got for Christmas... Um, and I'm sure he knows that I haven't used it. Mm. Um, my <laughs> my father-in-law got my brother-in-law and myself both CB radios. Just in case, like, you know, if the world goes apocalyptic. Apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, you need a couple of apocalypse radios. Yeah. yeah. Keep, it in, keep it in mint condition until the apocalypse. Yeah. So it is still very much in the box right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, It'd be interesting to try to learn how to use it, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's very much, very much in the box right now. Stare at it in the box. <laughs> Stare at it in the box. And I'm like uh, looking around to try and get an idea here. Yeah, I I um I bought a <clears throat> a uh, a like 1969 Chevy Nova car, but it's one of those cars where you have to paint it yourself. And uh, oh, I was at serious I'll, stuff. Serious yeah, my. Stuff. My wife and I were at Hobby Lobby months ago. It was this was in 21, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. And my wife's like, Are you? Are you gonna do it? I don't think you are. And I was like, mm, You can't tell me what to do, so I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> I'm, buying and, it now. <laughs> I'm buying it now for sure. <laughs> and so yeah, it's still in the box, and I'm worried that the paint that I bought is dried out by now. <laughs> so yeah i totally lost that and it's still I, I look at it it's in my entertainment center it's in the bottom and it stares at me every single day and i'm like you know what i'm gonna do it this weekend and that weekend comes i'm like no i'm not gonna do it that i just throw it up on a shelf in the box <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like this is what it could look like nice. so i don't actually buy a lot of things like I, I just i don't really like buy myself a lot of things i guess like there have definitely been pieces of clothing that I've bought. Um, I so I used to buy more shoes more often. Like I love shoes. Like I, I could shop for shoes all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be one like weird part of my psyche that we've never explored. But um, I bought shoes, um, multiple pairs, and I'm like in the store. I'm like, man, I gotta have these. And I never worn them. I hate them. Like as soon as I got home, I'm like, mm, I don't know when I'm ever gonna wear those. Like I don't know why I bought that. Dang it. Uh, so that's it. And then I have a bunch of Funko Pops, but they're not really designed to be used. One day they'll be on a shelf. So you leave all your Funko Pops in the box? They are currently in the box. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to have the Star-Lord one on my desk uh, before I moved, but I just put it back in the box, and they're all actually just in a, in a drawer on my desk. Mm. I think I only have like maybe seven or eight of them, not too many. Gotcha. Sweet deal. Our next question comes from someone we may be a little familiar with, Mr. Pastor Coach Ham on, on the Discord, a.k.a. Is that? Some stranger, some dude who walked in <laughs> off the street. Um, no, obviously, Mr. Lucas Ham Swisher. Uh, he says, as I will not be joining my GMG brothers this week, why not be a joiner and ask a question? Why not? So last week, I cut myself on the Adam's apple while shaving, and even a day oh. after, it was randomly bleeding to the point where I had to use one of my kids' Doc McStuffins band-aids. that's special oh man that's the worst spot to to shave honestly i have cut myself so many times while shaving that i wish i just never had to do it again which daily or weekly chore or activity do you wish you could just make cease to exist or never be necessary again making food i wish it would just be ready that's a good one Mm. I Need absolutely hate cooking. I, I hate it. I hate bake. You know, baking, I'm not a cooking. fan either. Like absolutely hate it. Mm. It drives me crazy. I feel like I'm bouncing off the walls in the kitchen, like just waiting for stuff. Yep. Mm. I'm that's that's <clears throat> that is a very good one. Usually it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna make something. I was like, what can I put so, in the microwave? Like, I just want let's just make it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want two minutes and I'm done. I would like to take. Um, so I guess under this uh, fantasy island scenario it it still happens we're just getting rid of the process to which it happens right yes mm-hmm. sure okay i would get rid of showering oh clean all the time you just be clean like and not have to go through the whole process that would be awesome hmm. that's the time you cut in the morning yeah every morning you know how long it's just like but i like the shower i like sitting there I always take way too long because I'm like in there contemplating my life. (laughs) You're like, am I I calling in sick today? I have no idea. Yeah, I I don't care if I lose this job. That's that's basically (laughs) become my my version of coffee now. That's what helps me wake up. Yeah, Yeah. taking a shower in the morning. (laughs) If I can't take a shower shower in the morning, oh no, No. oh no. No, no, no. So apparently, it's healthy for you, and you'll be like. It's like I'm an, I don't want to say a more because it seems Miserable? obvious, but no, like after you take your hot shower to turn it like really cold and stay in it for like a minute or something and then get out. It's supposed to like make you feel so much better. I... But I'd like to like Fake borderline news. light myself on fire in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like gotta be the hot I, what I usually do is <clears throat> when I'm in the shower, I turn it like you know, 75%, and then after every like Creep. 30 seconds, just like Another quarter inch, another quarter inch, another quarter inch until it's like all the way. And I, and I have no idea how I'm still in here. <laughs> Give this me is what like will lava. kill me how do I and then back it off a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so hot, but it feels so good. 
Nice. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? Uh, I, if I were to get rid of something, it would be driving. Yeah. I just want to be somewhere. That's, that's a the really worst. good one. Like when, when we're going on vacation here in <clears> June <throat> and we're driving to Florida, which is like a 12 hour trip and we're split it up six hours and then we're staying at a hotel and then we're going to drive another six hours the following morning. Can I just be there? Like I, I just like I, I don't I get rid of all this because you know how much time we waste driving. Twelve hours behind the wheel is a lot of time. So ridiculous. <clears throat> now um, that I don't go anywhere, like if I have to drive like twenty minutes, I'm like, oh, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, I got a friend that lives twenty minutes <clears throat> away. You might as well be living across the world because I'm not driving twenty. <laughs> Where's minutes. that at in China? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We live in the same city, but driving to each other's houses are, it's, it's an eternity. You might as well be in another country. I know exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. I drove to Brazil before I, or I flew to Brazil before I went over to Ronnie's house. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to be going more than 20 minutes, might as well fly somewhere. It seems so much because it's because it's so close and kind of far. Like it, yeah. it seems just like a horrible task. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta have a schedule your, your day for it. It's like, you gotta oh, get a man. hotel room in between, cut it up. <laughs> exactly. No. Where are you? It's been three hours. I had to stop to sleep. Oh, goodness. All right. <laughs> what so, else we got? Uh, Splig. I'm switching over to Twitter real quick. Uh, okay. Splig, yeah, Splig a.k.a. Dopalicious uh, on Twitter, a.k.a. Mike Doherty. Mm, you got uh, a lot of AKAs. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a weird one. Wrong answers only, an answer for someone else. <laughs> Favorite... Uh. Favorite food. Uh, so I have to answer for like one of you guys. Yeah, you have to answer for apparently. me. Apparently, wrong answers uh, only. Answer for someone else. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Mark. I'll do Mark. Mark, you do Ronnie. Ronnie, you do me. Okay. All right, Mark. Long John Silver's. <laughs> uh, Ronnie, I'm gonna do. And I don't even know what he dislikes. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, favorite food will be uh, escargot. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite food for Patrick? Gonna say anchovies. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I tried them and they are not good. I refuse. It's just a crappy, like, raw fish. Like, how could that possibly be good? It's not. It's yeah. No, no, there's bones in there, aren't there? Is Lucas the one that he likes anchovies? I don't know. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. He's a weird guy. It's definitely not. Seems like seems like he would like him though. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite superhero. Um, what was that one weird one? The Trash Man guy. That's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the trash man. Wasn't there wasn't there a superhero that had like a can of a garbage can as a frisbee? Am I thinking of a different superhero? Was it Raiden for Mortal Kombat? (laughs) No. You're thinking of a thing that I have no idea what it is. (laughs) It's it's Polka Dot Man. Never mind. It's Polka Dot Man. Dang it, you took mine. 
Ah. <clears throat> um. Uh, I think uh, I think Ronnie's favorite superheroes are the Wonder Twins. Yeah, for Patrick, I'm gonna go with uh, Lex Luthor. Okay. All right. Not even a superhero. AKA <laughs> Gene Hackman. Yes. Oh dang. <laughs> he's he's specifically right. the the Superman that runs stupidly in 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 Superman the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like an ostrich. Fav, uh, favorite first date idea. Mm. Uh lava diving. Yeesh. Is that a thing? I don't know, but it's the worst. <laughs> It'll be the last thing. First and last We're going thing. Lava diving. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> if it is, it shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> if it is, it shouldn't be. Um, I'm gonna say uh first date idea, uh Ronnie's apartment building parking lot. Yep. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's that good. Uh, for Patrick, I'm going to go with um, going to a Cardinals game in St. Louis. Oh, baseball yikes. game! Get out of here! Gross. Yeah, that is gross. You got it right. <laughs> Almost hey. despicable, borderline <laughs> despicable. <laughs> you know Favorite what? dinosaur. Hmm. Lucas. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's forty. He's the only forty. He's only forty. Only forty year old. That's that's here on the podcast. Yep. He is a dinosaur. Dang. <laughs> Ripping him when he's not here. Ah, uh, Lucas. <laughs> um, I would say. I don't remember the name of the 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 dinosaur that that like spits out the the nasty goo in Jurassic Park. And kills uh, Newman from from. Oh, that is that kills is, Newman. I love the description bad. of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know his name is Dennis Nedry. We all know, Nedry we all know exactly what you're talking yep. about. Also, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, uh, I don't. I have no idea how to even answer this. One. <laughs> um, <clears throat> for Patrick, I'm going to go with the Stegosaurus. What? Nice. I mean, it's a real dinosaur. I think I, I, I think I'm the only one that answered with a real dinosaur name. It's not. That's the wrong answer. That's the wrong answer. Good job. You nailed it. What is the right answer? What's your favorite dinosaur? Hmm. It's probably a. I mean, I've got probably a T Rex. Pterodactyl. I'm a big fan of the raptors. Honestly, like they, they pack yeah. hunt. Like they're the coolest. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like the yeah. horse Pratt thing. Leads them. You know, all of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Favorite social activity. Hmm. Favorite social activity. Uh, mosh pitting. Yes. Is that a social activity? <laughs> sure can. Sure can yeah, be. Yeah. Mark in the mosh pit. <laughs> Gets get a few punches to the face. Sounds like sounds like a, a like a Thursday night nineties show. Mark in the mosh pit. <laughs> Mark in the mosh pit. <laughs> um, for Ronnie, I will say uh watching paint dry for patrick i would say tent camping get out of here <laughs> <laughs> wrong answer again another wrong answer uh favorite burger toppings 
of uh, burger toppings. Um, I'm going to go with um, hot sauce, um, boiled eggs, and um, raw fish. Pretty sure I just threw up in my mouth. Honestly, <laughs> it was up until the uh, up until the raw fish. I'm like, I probably eat that sandwich. I would absolutely not. <laughs> he lost me at hot sauce, and then just kept going down from there. <laughs> I just struggled through. <laughs> um, so I would say sauerkraut for Ronnie. I love sauerkraut. Do you? Dang it! Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what a delightful sandwich it would be. No. Uh, uh, for Patrick, I'm gonna go with the anchovies again. Oh, gross. <laughs> Son of a gun. Put on a sandwich, it's all the same. And finally, Disney Princess. Mm. Man, I don't even know any of these. Uh, Disney Princess. Wrong answer. Um, shoot. I don't, how do you, how, what is a wrong answer <laughs> for a Disney Princess? I'm going to say uh, Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph. That's fair. Uh, for Ronnie, I would say... I would say Ariel. That's pretty good, honestly. Like I'm a horrible swimmer. Like I hate the water. Hmm. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, for Patrick, I'm going to go... Oh, Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. All mm. right. So last question. You and your family have to move to another place outside the state you currently live tomorrow. All expenses are paid as long as you stay there for 10 years. Where would you go and why would you want to live there? Is this from Schlig as well? No, this is from... I'm sorry. Did I not say who it was? I'm sorry. No. Uh, it's from You Done Messed Up, A.A. Ron. Mm, you Done Messed Up, M.M. Mark. Yep, sure did. My bad. <laughs> Put that in We Ron. Uh, wait, so we have to we have to go live in another city for 10 years with the family? Yep. Where would we tomorrow, go? And all expenses yeah. are paid. Opposite still? No, this is this is right answers only. Yeah. These are real answers? Stay with, stay with yeah. the answer you want. <laughs> I was totally going to say Cleveland for you, Patrick. <laughs> that is the wrong answer. You sent me to St. Louis and Cleveland in the same Q&A. Get out of here. No, I would go to I would go to San Diego. Nice. Uh, because it's 75 to 80 degrees all year round. Nice. It's the it's the most perfect weather. It's all it's where I've always wanted to go. Always want to live. Went out there for a few days to see my brother one day or one week, and um, it was fantastic. And all my thoughts about the city were true, about how wonderful it is, and I would definitely love to go live there. All right. I would say Colorado. Um, I've been there one time. Uh, I think I I was in my either early 20s or just before I was 20. Um, and it was just awesome, man. Like the, like everything about it, like the mountains, like all the views and stuff. Like it's just great. Very little trees, though. That's true. Yeah, because I used to live in Colorado, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Very little trees. Um, 
but yes, it is definitely beautiful out there. I definitely agree mm-hmm. with you on that. Cool. Um, so Maybe I like a Montana. There you go. Yeah. Um, so for me, I miss New England. Um, so, but I would kind of want to live somewhere where I haven't lived in New England. Uh, so I'll go live in Boston. Ah, oh, the Baston. Oh, Baston. Baston. Gotta go pack your cat. Smack pack it. <laughs> Wicked smack. Um, yeah, cause uh, that's it's it's like it's city life, but it's not as crazy as New York city life. Um, so it would be a definite, definite, different uh, experience for me um, to live there and be close enough to where I grew up. You know, only about I'd only be about an hour away. Um, and and I would definitely need all expenses paid there because it's definitely more expensive in the north than it is in the south. So, and their football team's not good anymore. Yep, yep, I agree with that. <laughs> um, Tom Brady's gone. Yep, yep. Tom Brady. But uh, but yeah, definitely, I would I would be cool with going going back to <clears throat> to Boston, especially mm-hmm. in the fall. With all that being said, I would never move. That's fair. Except for that one time. I'm, I'm right there with you. I like my crappy Ohio weather. <laughs> I like the Russian roulette we play every day walking out the door. <laughs> it's my crappy Ohio weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that is it for the questions. Guys, thank you so much for sending those in to us. And uh, so we're going to transition here to uh, our new little segment here. Uh, so we're going to be talking about each week. We're going to be talking about the newest episode of Moon Knight, uh, the newest Marvel series, and so uh, that's what's next up. Moon Knight episode recap. Yes, of course. Uh, we are going to be talking about the first episode of Moon- Marvel's Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Uh, the first episode was called "The Goldfish Problem." Um, and, uh, to me, Funny that that's what they picked out of that episode to name it after. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut for that episode, but you get, yeah, it is. you get why. Um, so we start off obviously with, uh, our main villain of the, of the series. His name is Arthur Harrow. Um, and, um, you know, I was a little unsettled, um, uh, just watching this clip, um, just because, you know, you start here. You start seeing him sit down. He takes a drink of this water, and he like, he like, dips his finger in in the water and puts it around the glass. And you're like, what on earth is this person doing? Is this like some sort of ritual and stuff? And he's got Bob Dylan going on in the background. <laughs> um, and couldn't have been a more confusing start. Yeah, but um, but the name of the song is "Every Grain of Sand," and that's a song about basically, uh, you know, how he sees god working in every little thing in his life and so to some sort of a a a fundamentalist believer in in this egyptian god that he is you know you kind of get it but um yeah and then all of a sudden he puts the glass in in the napkin and breaks the glass and then he puts it in his shoes and i'm like oh my gosh what are you doing (laughs) And then proceeds to put the shoes on and walk out. Like, I was completely unsettled this entire scene. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're coming into. And Marvel Studios credits. 
<laughs> um, but um, so yeah, we're we're introduced into the world of of Mr. Stephen Grant. Um, you know, very like, uh, sort of, uh, timid. Timid, yes, that's <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. Uh, outcast kind of kind of person. Um, yeah, but but not your typical timid person because obviously he's got this this major issue where you know he wakes up in bed and he's got himself chained to the bed. He's got he's got uh, sand around his bed. He's got tape on his door. And and you're like, what what on earth is this person doing? Like, what is what's going on? Like, what did you guys think of this scene? So I went into this um, literally knowing nothing about this character. Yeah. In fact, not even knowing that this was a Marvel character. Um, so even going in that way, I did. I decided not to look at anything. Sure. So just take it in based on the show. Um, and that first scene where he's like got his like leg uh, like chained to the bed with all the sand around it at first, and I was like, oh, well, he's a werewolf. And he just wants to see if he got away, like or something. I was like, you don't really at that point you have no idea what is going on. Yeah, and it kind of like because of that, like it was interesting because they put you almost like in his shoes where he wakes up and he doesn't know what's happened either. Yeah. So throughout most of this episode, I feel like you're just kind of like tr- wondering what's going on, and you know, obviously knowing like you know like the lore of the character, you know, or any of that backstory, like you kind of start to know what's going on. Somebody like me, however, nope, didn't really know. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 the same. I had no I no idea. I had no uh, backstory of who Moon Knight is. I never read any of the comics. He's not, has not been in any uh, the Marvel movies and the Marvel TV shows yeah. are my knowledge of of the yep. Marvel uh, cinema all, all, the, all the Marvel characters. So this is totally new to me. Um, so I was just trying to take it all in. I didn't no idea. Um, who he was, who this Stephen Grant guy was, uh, what kind of world he is, he, he's in, what kind of villain he, uh, he is, or if he's a hero, I don't know yet. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I, you know, kind of jumped in. There is still a lot of explaining to do Yeah, know, throughout oh, the series. Yeah. Obviously the, the first episode doesn't, doesn't answer all your questions. It, it kind of leaves you hanging there for, uh, a lot of them. So there was a lot of stuff in this first episode. I feel like that was you know, a little confusing if you don't, I guess, know the whole story. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I they did a good job at kind of like drawing me in, though, like because things were very bizarre and like peculiar, like weird things are happening. So then you kind of get like focused on what it is. And you're, it, it just keeps you involved, really, though. I thought I thought throughout the when he would black out and all of a sudden come to those were hysterical where he's just like, I don't know where I am. Like what? I have a gun in my hand and all the people are dead. It's just like, I, <laughs> I woke up in like that town or something. Like one time I was like, yeah, is this like, hello, scene, hello, like, hello. And yeah. they just get out guns and start shooting them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And that's the, throughout the entire episode. That's what, it, what's what it was. And then when he's, when he hears that voice, it sounds like, it's not like Venom's talking to him. Yeah. Like it totally sounds like Venom. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm like, is, it, is there, is there, a, a, like, does he a symbiote? Like, I don't, I don't understand because it, that's all I could connect it with was the venom. And, uh, but yeah, I thought it was hilarious every time he woke up. Yeah. I was wondering if there was like an invisible person, like that we we're going to find out about later. 
like because he talks and it sounds like he's like you know obviously like right there so i think it's i think it's a, the voice in his head yeah somehow but we don't know yet so i can tell you who it is but you know because you no spoilers okay. no ahead of pat, the series <laughs> pat will be upset he will, will be upset with you i will drive to virginia <laughs> i will pass ronnie's house to go to your house <laughs> to punch you <laughs> Well, yeah. So obviously, they they establish she's just all of a sudden in this in this random, random city in like, I don't know, some weird mountainous area, like nowhere near where he was. Uh, yeah, it's a, like a complete bizarre change of like scenery. Yep, and he's and he's broken his jaw and and has to like or dislocated it and has to. That snap was horrible. Back listening place. to that, by the way. <laughs> I hate yeah. sounds like that. Like he's like snapping mm. his jaw back into place, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then of course he he ends up meeting uh, Arthur Harrow himself, um, who's you know he's got some sort of mystical powers of some sort. He's got the powers of Emmet, who is apparently this this some sort of deity that is able to judge you based on on whether you have done or are going to do good or bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that you know one person is judged to be a good person and the other is judged to be bad person and that bad person hadn't even done anything bad yet and they immediately died um and then of course uh arthur harrow takes interest in in steven um and he's got this scarab pendant kind of thing and then you find that you know mark is very much i mean excuse me steven is not very is very much not in control uh, at this moment even though he's kind of the main person driving um which was which it felt like when he was like trying to give him the scarab, he was like, I don't know what's going on. It definitely yeah, he's like he's trying to hand it back to him. That like, was I'm hilarious. trying to give it to you. It definitely felt like Venom right there. Yeah. This is like because Venom was taking over uh, Eddie Brock's body. That's what I have a lot of a lot of similarities so far. Yeah. It was pretty funny when he when it was like held out completely behind him and he just <laughs> turned around with his arm like completely like stuck out <laughs> trying to yeah. give it to him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the guy just thought he was making a mockery of him. Yeah, he he acted that well, just like pretending like something yeah. was controlling him. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, solid. Um, but uh, and then uh, obviously you know we're introduced to things like where Stephen works, the heartbreaking scene where, you know, he finds out that he's asked this girl that he really likes out, and and this guy has absolutely no concept of time, to where he thinks it's Friday night and he goes out to for this date and. It turns yeah. out it's Sunday. He has no idea how it became Sunday um, because he thinks it's Friday. He missed the date. Yep. The date's obviously very upset. And Stephen gets so upset that he, a vegan, decides to eat a piece of steak. Um, so uh, so that was that was heart-wrenching to watch. Um, yeah, I, I felt horrible like for him in that scene. Like You did? Plus, the girl well, like, just gave him the business over the phone, too. Like. I, I didn't think he had like how did the way he lives his life like how did he charm someone <laughs> like to, to be able to <laughs> take someone out like when she like gave him the cold shoulder and just like yelled at him on the phone like I was like yeah he yeah he deserved it like I don't, he doesn't even deserve this 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 date right now so I don't believe that this date was real in 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 any sense of the imagination well what I think has happened is Mark, who we are introduced to later yeah. in, in the episode, 
Yes. Mark has taken over at several points. Oh, so, good call. So good Mark call. is the one that has asked out the lady. Mark <clears throat> okay. knows what Stephen does. And so even though like Stephen chains himself to the bed, puts the, the sand on, puts the uh, the tape on, Mark knows his deal and, and has been fixing everything so that Stephen wouldn't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, so I think that's what's going on is that any Ooh. anything that, that Stephen can't explain why it's happened, Mark has taken over at some point. Okay. Um, and then he says, you know, he wakes up in the morning feeling like, you know, he's gotten the, the life beaten out of him. And that's because I think he's been Moon Knight more than once. Because the he is getting the beat out of him. Yeah, he is getting the crap beat out of him. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> uh, I think I think we'll we'll get some gaps filled in as to what's been going on. Obviously, um, but yeah, obviously, and then later on in the, in the episode, um, you know, Arthur catches up to to Stephen, and he's trying to 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 understand. Uh, Steven and what's going on and he has that whole scene where he's trying to judge Steven and, and he's like there's chaos in you and the little like uh, the little scale is like just it won't land on anything mm-hmm. and so obviously there's something going on with Steven um, and then later on in the uh, in the in the museum at night when he's doing inventory he gets chased by this jackal <laughs> that was that was terrifying honestly that thing was crazy looking yep all, all I can think of is I don't know if you've ever heard of the the comedian um, Mike Birbiglia. Yes. So he does this whole thing where he was like sleepwalking or or something like that or or half sleepwalking and he would think that there was a jackal in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was insane how how he was just running for it and and just the cinematography things things that you you'd have to really pay attention to notice like. Um, like when he's walking by and there's a glass case there and he keeps walking, but the reflection stays there. Mm. Yeah. And so yeah. like there's, there's foreshadowing. That kind of like, happens a couple times in the episode. Like there's yeah. a mirror at some point that like he kind of like looks into and it's different. Yeah. He can like, he hears Mark <laughs> telling him to stop, stop looking, especially when he finds all that, like the, the burner phone and, and the key yeah. in the, in the wall and everything. Um, it's like they're two completely different people yeah. and they're kind of working against each other. Yeah, and the, and the interesting thing to me is like when I first saw the trailers for this show um, and I heard that, that Oscar Isaac was doing a British accent, I was like, <clears throat> his accent doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like a perfect British accent. We know that's because he's not, he's not British. But yeah. it makes sense. The- Go ahead. Oh, so when he's on the phone, she's like, why are you doing that horrible accent? Yeah, she's like, what's with the <laughs> accent? Um, and But it makes sense because Mark is not British. <laughs> yeah. And and Stephen is a different personality altogether. So it's this, yeah. it's this person who's not British with this personality that's British. So it makes sense that his accent's not going to be spot on whatsoever. Um, and, then, and then finally we get to... Uh, the end of the episode where he's cornered in the bathroom, um, which, by the way, that that um, shot of him walking out of the bathroom as Moon Knight definitely leaked like a year ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's pretty um, cool. I mean, that's pretty cool uniform, honestly. Yeah. And and Mark is like trying to fight with him. Like, come on, I can save us. Let just let me take over. Let me take control. Mm-hmm. 
And then finally, the very last shot, he turns in into Moon Knight and just starts beating the ever-loving crap out. I love of how he drags him back in. Yeah, he's like trying to get out the door, and you just see him get pulled right back in. That's pretty cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, all, all in all, I think this was this was a super solid episode, um, of of uh, to start out Moon Knight. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see where things go. I like the the trippiness of it, the mental health side of things. Um, yeah. So uh, Lucas actually has uh, a a comment that he wants to make uh, some comments about Moon Knight, but you'll have to check that out uh, in the audio portion of the episode because unfortunately I can't pull it up at the moment. And uh, I got you. And uh, so uh, you'll we'll hear place that. it right here. So I'm pretty sure. The GMG answering machine cut me off last message during my update, but whatevs. I did leave something out, which maybe will be included in the spoiler cast, or I don't know if we call it the spoiler cast, in the spoiler cast section of Moon Knight. I did watch it with my wife. Uh, we are intrigued. I would say my wife is not as intrigued because she's not a big fan of the creepy mental stuff, but at the same time, to me, it felt like it had the mystery of WandaVision. It has the action of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and it has the interesting characters of Loki. So I think this potentially could be a really good show. I do need to see some more episodes to really understand what is happening. But uh, Oscar Isaac has definitely been playing a an interesting character. Uh, it's fun. It's, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a realm of mythology that I don't know a lot about. So I'm intrigued. So uh, I give it probably, I'm going to give it like an 8.123 out of 10, and I'm going to give it that many mummy hands, mum of hide hands. So, yeah, that's my rating. Okay, bye. Love you. Hugs and kisses. Okay, Lucas, that was great. Thank you so much. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Um, but, yeah, if you want to hear his his thoughts, listen to the, the audio portion of, of the podcast. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that, that wraps it up for... Uh, for our Moon Knight episode recap. It took me like the first 10 minutes of this episode. Like you ever get stuck where you're like, I know this actor. What else is he in? That happened to me. And I was like, and then like after the 10 minutes, I'm like, how could I have forgotten? Like, how could I have forgotten that he's, that he's in star Wars? Oh yeah. Oscar Isaac. (laughs) He's Poe Dameron. Yeah. I was like, well, it's Poe Dameron, the main guy. Like, I don't know the actor's name. It's funny thing. I can't remember the last thing Ethan Hawke was in. And Gattaca. Was it really the last movie? I don't know. <laughs> I no it's been a while. But I mean, like, obviously he's aged quite a bit. But um, I mean, yeah. I think he's doing a phenomenal job as as the villain of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely interested to see where, where all of this goes. Very interested. So with that, Pat, did all you right. want to... Uh, I'll close it out. Uh, I'll close it out. Um, Before we do that, we got a little bit of housekeeping Housekeeping. to do. Uh, Fluff pillows, top your towels with Andy's candies or whatever Lucas says. That doesn't make any sense. Um, (laughs) Things just fall apart without him. If you want to, um, uh, you can find us on Twitch. Uh, the all in the show notes we're twitching all week long um you'll find us there uh on find Twitch. us on the internet <laughs> yeah, yeah. speaking you, of you that, can find us on twitter speaking you can find of us that, on facebook 
we can you can mark can say something yes yes he can <laughs> um yeah speaking of twitch so wednesday night 9 p.m eastern since i am going to be out of town this weekend uh, wednesday night i will be streaming the final portion of legend of zelda ocarina of time it is the final okay. dungeon uh so as many people that can come out as possible 9 p.m eastern over at the gmg twitch channel Yep. Uh, follow, add the alert to know when Mark and all the folks go live so you don't miss it. Uh, and then you can join us on Twitter, discourse with us on Discord. All of the links are in the show notes. You can even call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Let your voice be heard. Uh, and that's it. Uh, let's see. How does it go? Uh, How do we do this? For, <laughs> yeah, for bless and guide your lives. No, for for Mark. Oh, there you go, Ronnie, and the spirit of Lucas Ham, and all you joiners out there. Go get your good morning on, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.